You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Wrong! A twisted web. And we are not finished untangling it, not yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV Podcast, where we talk about anything pop culture related. I am your host, Hector. I'm your co-host, Devin. And we are back to do another catch-up episode, which I think we did it around January or February, where we pretty much gave like our quick thoughts on stuff that we've seen the past few months. And uh, we did post a couple episodes this the last time we did a catch-up episode, but I feel like uh, it's, it was it's not enough. So I was like, okay, we gotta. I think we should, you know, just share some stuff that maybe doesn't des- they don't deserve full episodes, but we I would like to share it with you, Devin, because this is kind of like our only time we discuss these kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so. You want to start with the list, or do you want me to go with my list? Uh. Uh, you go first, then I'll go. Okay. Um, let me see. I was, should we do Evil Dead Rise? Sure. Okay, I have that one on my list. And I think, actually, since that one is on your list, I'm going to let you uh, lead that one. So actually, I'm going to replace it with uh, The Bear. I've watched... Um, I've heard I've heard about yes, that. Yes, it's on Hulu. It's... Uh, it's a really, really good show. It's the first season. Uh, I'm, I'm halfway through the second season, but as for the first one that came out last year, um, it's really good. It's also very. It's a very stressful show, but it's it, it, it's basically about like this chef who's been who's like this who's um, who he was at like this great like very fancy restaurant and then I guess he leaves and pursues his brother's own little restaurant in Philadelphia I think it's in Philadelphia it's like a really small like uh, sandwich place Um, and you know he's trying to get everything together even though everything's falling apart staff are not so great there's a lot of equipment are not doing so great and you know there's so many situations where you know it's I guess for anyone who's worked at and any food place would probably understand the stress that comes with working <laughs> working at a restaurant. It's uh, I haven't, but I, I've seen like a little bit of it from my own experience, and it's I'm, I uh, I salute to everyone who's ever worked at a restaurant. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, I've only really worked retail, but restaurants probably oh yeah, it's harder. a lot of. It, everything is going on. It's very like the show itself captures it in a way of like the best way I can say it is. It's like a mix between like Chef the movie with John Favreau and uh, what was it? And Uncut Gems. Like it has it. It's very close up. It's a lot of people talking over each other, yelling at each other, and, and at least that first season like really just goes. It really like pushes in that idea how like stressful that environment is <laughs> and as the season goes by you learn about each of the members like each of the um, each of the cooks and everyone else like they're you find out like they're why they want why they're doing this why they're what where they are at life and you know what goals they have in life and such like that and I would say it gets 
better. It doesn't, like, it's not like a show that gets, like, worse and worse and worse in terms of situations. It does, but it's more, it goes, like, in a more hopeful direction. And I'll say season two, it's still stressful in a sense of, like, it's a different situation where they need to, they're reopening the restaurant and they have to, uh, they have to get everything prepared before the grand opening day, which is like a few weeks. And the walls are falling apart, they're finding mold, there's equipment that are not working, so it's like, it's, it's just like stuff like that. And each episode is like 30, in like 30 minutes, give or take. And it's, it's, it's so good. It's like, it, it, like I got so invested with these characters, even though it's only been like eight episodes, but I'm like, I feel like I'm like living with them. I'm, like living a part of their life and it's it's really it's a really really good show I think I think you'll enjoy it Devin I don't know if you have Hulu no but I I've been told to check it yeah, out it's, it's it's really it's a really good show there's a lot of um I'll say there's a and especially in season two there's a lot of like surprise celebrities in it so I think that'll be kind of interesting but yeah, I would highly recommend uh, The Bear, which is on Hulu. And uh, my recommendation, well, I wouldn't really say it's a recommendation, just uh, what I caught up on was, what were you talking about, Evil Dead Rise? And uh, sad to say I was very disappointed with it. Very kind of... Not as enjoyable as I thought it was going to be, because I remember seeing the trailers for it, and I thought, damn, this looks actually pretty good. It looked like a really fucked up, definitely fucked up movie, and it seemed kind of fun. And then I watched it, and I was like, this is extremely disappointing. <laughs> and it kind of sucks, because apparently it's gotten like some pretty decent reviews, and I'm just like, I don't see what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, did, you, you didn't see it in theaters, right? Yes, I, no, I, I bought it. it. <laughs> All right, no, my dad bought it because he wanted to check it out. Uh, so I watched it with him, and uh, yeah, I would. It, it, it's weird because it's. I won't say it's like bad. It was just very underwhelming, considering how cool that trailer was. I thought the trailer was really neat. Yeah, the trailer was really dope, but then like this just didn't live up to it. I thought the kid actors were fine. I don't know, like, because one of them was, like, fucking 21. I went, I guess, like, the two teens were probably, like, the worst in the movie, honestly. And them as demons kind of made me cringe, not in a good way either. Because, like, usually whenever somebody's, like, that when everyone's possessed in the deadites, they're all, they always seem like they always get like a characteristic type. And with these ones, like if you watch the original, when uh, Ash's sister gets possessed, mm -hmm. she's much more childish like. And then I don't know why, but the fucking the line that made me cringe the most was when the girl was like eating the wine glass. I gotta get rid of the creepy crawlies in my tummy. So it's like. It's, I don't know why. I just, it did not feel good to listen to that line. I cringed. I don't know if it was like the voice the effect itself. they put on her. Or her, the, just the, 
with the glass going through her neck and such, like, which it, to me was a very disturbing image. But I think, like... That was, like, cool and everything. It's just the line <laughs> ruined like it for trying, me. They were trying I too hard to I don't like that line. The original, with, or at least two, with, like, balancing the horror with the absurdity. Yeah, I guess, but... And I would, and I, as much as, like, as hate as the 2013 Evil Dead gets, at least that one, like, it chose to go in, like, a straight direction of, like, straight seriousness. And this one, I can definitely tell it has uh, the effect, it does have the effect of being, like, it wants to capture that old, like, humor plus uh, gore and then effects, because, like... Because definitely the one scene where the where the mother eats that guy eats Gabe's eye and spits it in mm. spits his eyeball into the other guy's mouth and he chokes to death on it that definitely like kind of that flashes back to like classic Evil Dead but I just don't think it like it works too well with the mix of both and I was I was gonna say I liked how as as bad as uh as as much hate as uh, 2013 one gets, at least it just decided to stick to a serious path on it, and I enjoy that a bit more than what they did with this. And at least... <sighs> I'm trying to decide which one, like, which event was stupider, like, Danny listening to the the record and being like, this could be worth some money, like, Nobody fucking uh, buys records anymore, <laughs> <laughs> except like really, really hip, hipsters. like ghetto, not ghetto. What are they called? Oh, uh, hipsters. There you go. I probably would buy the record. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you're not. You're not gonna buy like fifty thousand dollars for it. <laughs> it's very. That's what Danny's. I guess niche. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> not too niche. I guess. I don't know. Or. Uh, I guess I, I guess the 2013 one was really dumb because the book literally said do not read and the mofo was just like mm, let's read this and I think mm-hmm. the actress that played the mother she she fits I think oh, she yeah. like she looks really well with the as a dead eye I think because she definitely has like those poses where she was creepy as hell and everything and then she'd kind of be like the silly gag that kind of remind like there's like some parts of her face that reminded me of Ted Raimi when he was under the makeup and stuff. But the kids just don't fit. Like the teenagers don't fit in it, honestly. <laughs> I wish I wish it was just the little girl and then to take the teenagers away. And the aunt, the little girl and mother. That I feel like I would have been felt much better with that dynamic. The teenagers really pulled this film down for me. I think I was definitely surprised that they did die, though. I wasn't expecting that, honestly. Yeah, I thought they were going to, like, we're going to save Mom! And I'll be like, hmm. But then I did remember, this is Evil Dead. They do have fuck-up endings. (laughs) But usually they only like to fuck up Ash at the end of the day. And... Like I said, it's definitely, like I've told you this before, but it's definitely the worst Evil Dead movie for me. Uh, I actually... 
I can definitely see like how this could be a good movie because I've I haven't seen that many reviews about it. I just know that it is kind of like well praised, as far as I know. I haven't mm-hmm. seen like I said I haven't seen too much, but it definitely seems well praised. But for me, it's definitely I wouldn't say bad. I guess. Meeting was very positive. I really enjoyed it because I thought the one scene that was really effective was they're always reading the book and then girl that Your audio is a little. Was Definitely gave the factor that was real, but I just feel like the movie didn't know how to balance the comedy out because there was like those times. I, mm-hmm. I guess it's just mainly missing the charm of Bruce Campbell. Like, it had like, <laughs> like it doesn't like like you'll have those goofy moments like I said, the guy choking up like yeah. That I put an eyeball out and the guy choking on it, which was a throwback to uh, Dead by Dawn. I, because I, I, I don't know why, but that just registered in my head. Like, oh yeah, that was a throwback because they did spit the eyeball, eyeball, but she didn't choke on it. But then there was a bunch of shoehorned and shit that I thought didn't really really fit that well. Like the chainsaw, chainsaw just really can't. That like 2013 kind of did like a eh, look chainsaw, but at least that was like a little more like I mean it's a workshop yeah. shed. You're in the middle of a cabin in the woods. There's gonna be a chainsaw kind of like because that's how it was in the original. But then the, these people are are in an apartment complex. I think that's another thing that held it back for me. It was just the setting didn't feel that well with it. Cause I wouldn't say it's the Evil Dead is defined by like a cabin in the woods setting. It's just that setting works um, so well for this type weird, of scenario. I thought, um, initially, you know, I thought it was not, gonna be like a unique I, I, I thought it was like a unique setting to put Evil Dead in. I just wish they utilized that location a little more. Cause I feel like it's only it was only done like the only unique thing they've done is like um, the yeah, the elevator. The elevator. And even then it was just like a <laughs> like the tree scene yeah. from the original or the remake, the 2013 one. It's just basically they just did the wires and it was just like, oh. But at least, like, they kind of did with, like, the, it shooting up and down, filling up with blood and everything. But even then, it wasn't really utilized. Like, the apart, like, the apartment complex, I. <laughs> with what I've I seen from, seen like, different types episode. of deadites, have you watched uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead? Okay. Well, like, from what I've seen in that show, like, that show is definitely, it can definitely keep up, like, with the different settings and do something interesting and fun and has a little bit of creepiness to it, keeps the comedy going. But I I guess you could say that Bruce Campbell really carries the comedy because it's Bruce Campbell. He's got the charm with him. But they are not restricted to just, like, cabin in the woods type setting. They do go back to it, like, I think it's only, like, one per, like once per episode they kind of do that kind of thing. But 
once per season, not once per episode. And, but it kind of still works because of what's going on in that story. So I was just like, oh, so they're kind of just like taking an idea from like the TV show and doing it in an apartment type set setting. And, but it just felt mm -hmm. like this could have been placed in a cabin and you wouldn't really. Really. Because. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know, like, they're talking about, like, oh, you just don't want to go shooting off shotgun shells all willy-nilly and shit, but, because you're in an apartment, but, I don't know, it just felt like the location didn't matter at all, when the original, it kind of did, because you're isolated, you're trapped, no way to contact people. And stuff, but when you're like, when you change that, we get rid of that kind of like that type of like establishment, like shit goes differently. Uh, I would say a lot of it aligns. What with about you? you? What were your general thoughts me, on that? I, I think, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dislike the teenagers as much as you did, uh, but I completely, I do get why it didn't help with your experience. Um, I think over the film for me just felt like it felt like a demo reel. It feels like someone's first movie, and I feel like it was a. It feels like a short film stretched to a feature-length film. I feel like this could have worked as like a really like a thirty-minute self-contained film for me, because um, like with the stuff with like with the mom and um, the her sister. In her situation, I felt like none of it, none of it really felt earned, and nothing in a story sense, like nothing. And I never really, I felt like it was just there, just to, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so this was like the director Lee Cor, and this was like his first like big film that he's made because he's the other ones it's like through the night ghost train minutes past midnight the I'm hole in the ground they're all kind of like low budget seen, I remember seeing nobody knows about them type but, movies honestly yeah, yeah. no but it, it, I, I don't know like I felt like maybe like it feels like something like just, just it feels like just something to show like the studio like okay he's capable of making a big budget movie so hopefully if he does make a new another movie kind of like up to this or maybe at a bigger budget maybe he can deliver on that but as far as I know I think it, it none of it really felt like fresh just I mean like a lot of the gore did get me and that, those were the best parts but I never cared about anyone else who was at stake um, as much like I was not invested character wise and I, I guess you can say that with the 2013 one, like I didn't care about them as much. Um, I think, I think what puts the 2013 one over this one for me is that it does, like with the gore, I think it does go to the extreme a little more. I think, I think that, I think the atmosphere works a lot more in the 2013 one than in Rise. Wait, which? Yeah, for the gore. Which one? I'll say, I say twenty thirteen. Which one were you talking better. about? Like for the gore and stuff. 
This one or 2013? Okay. Sorry, I was... <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. No, I was just kind of like like looking at something else and like yeah. listening, and I was just like... Uh... I just had to double check. But, uh, no, the direct... The director for... I don't know. I kind of would have liked to see what the director for 2013 would have kind of like done with this idea because he's it, he does have a shit track he does oh, have God. like kind of a shit track record because oh, he did make the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and that shit was terrible but I do I did like I do like Don't Breathe and I the did. 2013 uh, Evil Dead was actually it. pretty good I think I but I, that's, that's coming from someone who I likes didn't watch film. Don't Breathe too. did you? Oh, he's making um, okay. he's making a new Alien movie. That'll be interesting. Okay. I was gonna say because I, I which I guess um Alien. Yeah. Um, with but, with um with that guy doing Alien and definitely think that uh, this person doing Evil Dead. I want to like, like how do you feel about like these horror movie characters having like, pretty much like anthology type films? Like, do you? Do you prefer that, or do you want like sequels, the follow-ups of previous movies? I, I think, I think the anthologies can work a lot better than just straight-up sequels because I was, fuck, what was I thinking just the other day? Um, but no, I think anthology stories are so much better than to do than actual like sequel baiting and everything because like sometimes with sequels and everything i think some stories should just end but you can still do stories that are in that world that you want to do so like evil dead and like seeing an evil dead anthology series would be great i'd be 100 percent down for that like because there's a lot to that fucking world especially with what they kind of expanded on in the tv show mm-hmm there's a lot that you could do with that and you don't necessarily need ash i know that a lot of people are watching it just for ash but you can do a lot that just that that concept those monsters demons everything the deadites the kind of like the personalities and everything it's so much you can do with that and i'm 100 percent down with anthology stories because you can do like yeah instead of just like having the character that you want come back constantly and like doing like the star wars type shit you can you can do like just a different type of like story style story structure with new characters get those people to care about those characters then you can make a sequel about that but if that doesn't really work out you can do another anthology and then you can kind of reference back to those kind of things i'm, I'm cool with like saying like like you make an anthology of uh of evil dead and then you create these new characters and like they have like a just a reference back to Ash, maybe that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. Like, oh yeah, there's this one dude that, like, you ever heard of Ashy Slash? He just murdered people, but turns out he wasn't that crazy. I'd be fine with like that kind of dialogue in a movie. I don't remember that line. But Ashy Slash is a reference to the show. If I think a good example of it is like Prey. I really like Prey, so I think that one works a lot as an anthology of the Predator movies. But. Uh, the the Robert Rodriguez one. I thought yeah, yes, Prey was yeah. pretty decent. I liked it. Pre- did you ever watch Predators? I, I I'm a I, I like Prey more. 
Yes. <laughs> that one, that yeah. one's underrated. I think. <laughs> this is true. But I mean, I mean, if if they do like, something like that I with pr- the Evil Dead so that could be a debate I'm, I'm we have cool another time. <laughs> they already did that. <laughs> Like going and like they do something like in the medieval times yeah, and stuff. I'd be cool with that. I'd be down Different for that. Periods. Like kind of give us. I mean, like more so instead of having Ash there. Uh, or you do yeah do different time periods with the Necronomicon, because the Lord fuck knows how that shit trans transports all over the place. It's a five for me. But Evil Dead Rise, I give it like a five out of ten, honestly. Maybe four. Uh, Let's see. I would say... Have you seen Transformers? What's your next one? Okay. Uh, I did... I'm embarrassed to say, but I saw Transformers Rise of the Beast twice. (laughs) No, but that's that's because I mean nope. a lot of it is because my brother is a huge Transformers fan, so he's been hype. He's in, oh my god, <laughs> so hey, professional. Look at you. Excuse you. Anyways, uh, Transformers. Um, uh, I remember Sorry. they announced it back in 2019. So he's my brother's been waiting for years for this movie Excuse to come me. out. Um, and I gotta say, it was not it was not bad. Uh, I mean, as uh, compared to like the previous Michael Bay movies, it's it's nice to have the Transformers be person have personalities. Like I like that Optimus Prime has a character arc in this one, which is pretty, it's kind of funny. Um, I mean, I honestly I, I I was not disappointed by it. I was I was genuinely surprised by how much I, I enjoyed it. That being said, um, I miss Michael Bay <laughs> because his. Um, because his films, um, say what you want about him, but he can direct the hell out of an action movie. Oh my god. He can make it feel like, have you seen Ambulance? Okay, that's like one of his lower budgeted movies, but yet that feels like a really big blockbuster. And that's, by the way, that's one of his best movies. (laughs) Um, No. But with Transformers, it's like, it's directed by the same, by the same guy who did Creed 2, which is not a bad movie but it's definitely my least favorite from the three Creed movies and I don't I don't know what I don't know what like prevented him from putting his own flair to it but I thought the filmmaking in this one was just so boring like it, they went I think I, I think I told my brother this like I think like with this new Transformers movie they definitely went to the MCU route where they did where everything was shot like very similar and it's like it's very simple basic nothing really nothing really of um, style and I think to me yeah, it, 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 I don't know it, it sucked because I was enjoying I was actually enjoying parts of the movie um, the third act of the film looks a lot like Endgame which is just hilarious uh, I like the giant monkey. He was kind of cool, but I was also disappointed in the sense of like those 
the the animal characters, the primates, <coughs> are like in the last third of the movie. <laughs> so like you don't even see the monkey till like until like the, the last third of the movie, which was it broke my heart a bit. It gave me like Age of Extinction flashbacks. <laughs> no, it's not. It's 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 like two hours. It's the shortest of the movies, I believe. But what was it that long though? Like fucking yeah, three hours. It's, it has like it like um, I think with this. I well, think that's with this nice film, at least because I already Age of Extinction. It has characters down. The story's long. simple. There's no racial. There's no like racist stereotypes or. Complete nonsense. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it has like... Damn it, has, those like, were my favorites. Like, done poorly, I guess. I don't know. Um, it just felt kind of bland to me at times. And I also... Oh, God. It changes every now and then. I would say it's probably like... Or would you place this on the Transformers ranking list? I think it's behind the first Transformers movie and then Bumblebee. And I, I, I guess that one. <laughs> Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Everything else is bottom tier for me. My brother loves... Um, he loves the third one. He loves Dark of the Moon. Um, but that movie's garbage. <laughs> all, of, all of the movies... Most of the movies are garbage. Um... It is funny watching it with my brother because he had a great time watching this. But he would also like, he would tell me like, yeah, the film felt very short. Like they, I felt like they, it's been like edited down. For, um, <laughs> of course, um, I'll say the Transformers. Uh, it's fine. Oh shit! Okay, we can talk about. The, I would give it like that. a. It's a six out of ten movie, but it's in a good mood. It's like, or when I watch my brother, it's like a seven, because my brother he told me he cried during this movie. <laughs> but because he, he okay, like he loves Transformers, like that's his that's his favorite franchise. So for him, so there's a part at the end of the movie that plays um what the, the theme mm-hmm. song from the first movie. And my brother got very nostalgic towards yeah. it, and he told me he teared up. Okay, I can get that. Because he's just happy to hear it again. So, I mean, I, hey, at least he... I'm glad he enjoyed it, um, and I, I guess it's... I guess it's a good thing that I didn't hate it. <laughs> so. Maybe I should. I have not seen that many bad movies. I, I kind of stopped myself from doing that. And it's kind of... It's healthy, but it's entertaining. No, you should hate it. Ruin it for a movies. Oh, I think... I think it's fun to watch with friends, but I don't have any friends with me here in Texas <laughs> to watch it with. Bad movies are fun! They're always a good way to... Oh, no. Uh, yeah, 65. <laughs> yeah. What a movie. Let's talk about 65 now. The movie. Oh, yeah. I... What a movie. What a film. That, mo- that movie. It should be like there, Adam Driver. felt like there was so Iron much Dinosaurs. shit missing in that. And I feel like. I've, like. And they went. They, it was boring. <laughs> go ahead. Or it wasn't boring. It was just not as fun as the concept sounds. 
Yeah. Fucking... The... Because, uh, like, you remember the scene where he gets separated <laughs> from the girl and then he gets trapped yeah, in, it's, like, it's those kind of movies. the cave system, <laughs> and he's like, that was, like, the only way out. Like, there's no way, there's no way through. And then he just, like, walks another way out, and then he finds a way out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, oh, why, why are we freaking the out when there's a way minutes, right here? I had no idea what was going on. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't know. There just feels like there's scenes, so there's so much shit missing in that movie. (laughs) I was. Yeah, I'm. I'm, Like with recent blockbusters, it's been like three hours. So I kind of get the feeling I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, I want these movies to be a little bit shorter, but not this short. That's (laughs) when I say I want them to be shorter, I don't mean them like this. So fucking an hour and a half is ninety oh. minutes. I'm like, this doesn't feel like enough. I, it's like it's different if it's like quick pace. Nothing and like, flows there's well. A lot of shit it's just kind of goes on, and then the you comes. can still kind of retain it. This wasn't quick pace. It was and just like, bro, it was like just like know, we'll jump like to no one scene, then we'll jump to another scene. And it's like, behind, like yeah, you know, surviving. There is and no flow. I, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. He, he, I guess he's got the only reason that the only reason are like, so we can I was like, like, kind of shit, understand his daughter. The was like, that was the, the bitch from Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, oh shit. And I guess, like, the only reason that movie doesn't have motivation is because, like, it's time travel or does he come from a different yeah. dimension? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This. Uh, I thought some of the jump scares were kind of neat, but that's it. <laughs> I think the effects on the dinosaurs look kind of cool. No Doesn't idea. look as bad as. <laughs> I'll say that one I was pretty the... disappointing. Because <laughs> I, I remember I being pretty excited. Because Adam Driver is like my favorite actor. Other than that, it was all. It's just yeah. Boring. I was like, <laughs> I'm driver. Dinosaurs, sign me up, sir. It's just like, damn. I guess for another film on my list, yeah, it would be. Yes. Got like very. three of them because I saw these three movies around the same time. I'll say I saw um, Asteroid City, uh, the new Wes Anderson. So what you? And I saw No Hard Feelings, which is the Jennifer. I was gonna say Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, raunchy comedy, and I saw Elemental. So I saw those three movies in the theater last week. That's the Pixar movie. It's not as bad as the trailers have shown it. Um, it it's cute. Uh, I don't know if you've read. Elemental. Um, I don't so know if you've bad. been yeah, on Twitter or anything so like that. Um, it, <laughs> Apparently, this is uh, Elemental is like the highest-grossing Disney movie since Frozen Two, in the U.S. at least, which is insane. Because I remember when the film opened, that was like Pixar's worst opening. So I guess 
people are coming out to see it and people are saying like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Hmm. Um, it follows this, a lot of the same tropes as, um, as other Pixar movies. But I think what helps is that, um, is that it, I, lo- I love the soundtrack. It's really nice. Um, and I would say the love story between the, the, f- um, the fire girl and the water dude, which by the way, that guy has so much recoil. That guy's always moving and you can just, his body's always moving. It's just, it's, it's something to behold. Anyways, <laughs> I'll say like the chemistry between them, it's cute um, as these, it, it's cute and uh, this, her, the, whole, the whole like immigrant metaphors and all that stuff, it's, it was neat. I wish they showed that more in the marketing other than like that weird little grass kid named Claude. But um, yeah, it was. I, I I found myself enjoying it at times, and, and I, it's it's definitely not Pixar's best movie. Um, but I would take I take this over like that Buzz Lightyear movie that came out last year. So that's my thoughts on Elemental. I guess it's like a a six or seven for me. Then, No Hard Feelings uh, is the Jennifer Lawrence raunchy comedy. I thought that was pretty. Um, I didn't find it as funny because I think a lot of the funniest stuff in the film are in the trailers, sadly, which I'm not a fan of, of the funniest stuff being in trailers, which for me was like her getting pepper sprayed. I thought that was the funniest part, (laughs) but I would say the film, what surprised me about that one is it it was very heartfelt. It was actually a lot, um, it was less about the raunchy stuff and more about like Jennifer Lawrence characters and this um this 18 year old son you know their own personal struggles and them you know instead of them becoming like friends and you know them learning to grow as as themselves I thought that was pretty nice and um I'll say that I, that's probably my favorite out of the two that I saw um I'll give that one a pretty good seven I don't know if you've plan on seeing it but yeah I thought it was pretty it was it was a nice feel-good movie and for Asteroid City um, I'm I'm not a huge Wes Anderson fan but I do really really like his movies um, I say this one is uh, I really like this one more than the French Dispatch but I, I do like the French Dispatch um, but with this one it's like I really the whole film feels I think it feels just from what I've, it's it's a little hard to describe it and a little hard to understand it sometimes, but I'm from what I gathered, I think it's more of like, this is kind of, it's kind of like us getting into the mind of Wes Anderson, how he comes up with his films and his process of it and how he views life in general. Because um, I think with, because with Wes Anderson's movies, and they're very, they have like a very dollhouse aesthetic and it's also like very, colorful, it's a little quirky, it's very humorous, it's kind of, sometimes it goes to like a very abstract or cartoony um, style and it's, and meanwhile with that going on, um, it's also like, a lot of the stories are very like sad and depressing and um, I think like his dry humor uh, is very much, uh, I, I like his dry humor, I like that the characters like give like this 
emotional this, these emotional like moments or emotional monologues in a very like monotone um, delivery and, and I, I would have to see the film again to fully understand it but uh, I love the way the film looks it's like it looks like those like old school like 60s space like space, like postcards and um, I also really liked um, who who was in it I like Jason Schwartzman, who is like the main character in this one. I really like Scarlett Johansson. She has a lot of great moments. Um, oh, I love, um, what's his name? Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, I'm, I'm, I wish he's, I'm looking forward to him being in more Wes Anderson movies because he has like, I think he has the best voice ever. Uh, you know who Jeffrey Wright is, right? Yeah, he. I love him in the French Dispatch. I love him in the Batman, and I love him in this one. So, yeah, Steve Carell is in this one. I really enjoyed his character. Um, but yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And, and uh, without spoiling too much, uh, there is an alien in this movie, and the whole sequence when the alien comes down was, mm. I think, like one of the best audience reaction ever. Like we were all just in shock by what just happened. The, but yeah, it was it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think yeah, from the three, Asteroid City. So I guess my ranking would be Asteroid City, No Hard Feelings, and then Elemental. But that's not saying like Elemental's bad, but that, that's just more like I prefer Asteroid City over that one. Do you have another one or? <laughs> well. Oh no. Yeah, Please I got tell. my final one. Uh, Insidious Chapter 4 The Red Door. Boy, oh boy. Hector, do I have a story to tell for you about oh this God. movie? This, this, I, I, I didn't think that I would find a movie that was more bland, no way. <laughs> boring, dull, a uh, uh, fucking, a drag. I was, I was, it was a snooze fest, okay? I didn't think I would find a movie more boring than The Conjuring 3, okay? <laughs> and I... And I, I was drunk for The Conjuring 3, and I wish I was drunk for Insidious Chapter 4, because, Jesus Christ, this movie was a snores fest. Because one of my friends wanted to see it, and he's big into the Insidious movies. I've, like, checked them out casually. I thought the first I've one was the okay. One, the second one was bad. I never watched actually. the third one. I just knew it was a prequel. And... And I, uh, I I don't remember a third one, but I know there's one so with like a guy. Have with you like seen most of the Insidious movies or no? That's the third one. No way. No, no, no. There's I'm looking it up. Five. Right Hold so, up. There's Insidious. There's uh, chapter okay. two. There's chapter three. Yeah, this is the fifth one. That was, that was the third one. I don't one. know why, but everyone forgets the third one. Yeah. Because my dad did. Wait, oh wait, no, okay, okay, yeah, there's, there's four. This is the fifth one. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. I okay. I didn't. I I didn't watch the. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I've. Okay, that's the one with the bitch with braces on her legs. Uh, she like. Okay, she like breaks them off, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's breaking the braces off her legs." And hold on. No, I. I think it's funny uh, that uh, James Wan. Yeah. James Wan. He he went on to claim that fucking uh, that the reason why like he left Saul and everything is because they're kind of like getting too like oversaturated, and then they're just doing tons of blood and gore and shit. And then he just like fucking did this shit with Insidious and. Did, yeah, he he screenplay. He worked on the screenplay and he produced it. Patrick Wilson. And <clears throat> no, I just think his whole fucking trying to start this whole different thing because it is kind of it is very funny that they have this fucking what's his name Patrick. You know, what? I don't uh, blame you because um Patrick Wilson, also Patrick Conjuring, Wilson like, doing like in the, the Insidious movies and the Conjuring movies. Like she's in and both of those movies as well. And I, honestly, for a while, like uh, when I was like younger, I always got the two confused. Because. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> Yeah, the, oh my god. I, cause, so, Insidious the Red Door, spoilers. I, I'm gonna say spoilers since this movie's still in theaters. Mm -hmm. But in case you do want to see it and you do like this series, um, I'll give you a chance to leave. And three, two, one. So, basically, at the beginning of this movie, Hector, they like go to a hypnotist and. They basically have the whole entire first and uh, the second movie erased from their heads. And so then it's like just going over all the other shit that you knew from the other movie. And like, so there's like, oh, there's this other world. There's these ghosts, how to communicate. And we're going to look up this video. Here's that one old lady first two movies, but she's dead. But since she's dead, we got to. We gotta go on YouTube and look up her videos. It's look, she's back, she's back, and then they gotta learn about it all this shit. And I guess it's nice that they got the kid that played Dalton back, and like he's definitely like aged up and everything. He's in college, and then they have like I don't know. They he has this one roommate. I believe her name was Chris, and like they I don't know. Mm -hmm. They were just trying to get her involved in it a lot. But then it was just no real reason to have her get involved except to fucking like have her spy on this one dude with him before. And did she, cause then she like wants nothing to do with it because she almost dies. And then Dalton keeps going back into the little like spirit world and she's like, I can't let you do it alone. And then the dad's like, why did why didn't you tell me about all this shit? It. Like, why did you let me forget? And I was like, because you wanted to forget. You tried to kill us. And he's just like, what? And it's like, yeah. We kind of went over this in the second. 
why are we doing this again? <laughs> Can this be your own movie? And then same. Why would they? Why would a new audience start with this movie though? Why would you go to the fifth Insidious movie? <laughs> Out of all of them, that's like hopping and fucking. It's like hopping into Annabelle. Like, I don't know, maybe. Fuck. I, Annabelle Comes Home. That's like hopping into Annabelle Comes Home. Like, what the fuck is up with this doll? Bro? Yeah, they make it like, Why they make is like these people collecting this doll? Patrick Who are these Wilson? people? Why like is there none? Debut with this one. Oh my god. I fuck. I. I don't know. James Wan's like whole. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first Insidious, I'll give it, that was a pretty good, decent flick. I think it's a. De- then. Then it always goes downhill with the horror movies where they always try to connect it because, like, they have this one notorious scene from the first one where they got to keep, they got to get Lin Shay back because she's such a good, creepy old lady. Didn't you see? She was in Ouija in 2014. Ouija. We got to get her in this movie. Even though she died at the end of the first one, we're going to still keep bringing her back in the second one, even though she's died in the first one. But better yet, we're going to make a third one, and then she's just going to be a ghost. But better better yet, Hector, we're going to make a prequel. That way we can bring her back again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't end there, Hector, because we're just going to show YouTube videos of her in the fifth one. <laughs> just because this old lady gave, like, one good performance in this horror movie, so now she's an icon. Like, shut the fuck up. I hate you. I hate this movie. I, I hate these movies. <laughs> I hate the... <laughs> I hate, like, James Wan's idea of horror movies. I'm glad he left Saul, because Saul... Like I will say, one through three is kind of like okay, oh but then after that they just get batshit crazy. Yeah, and it's so much fun. The Saul, because at least like you can sit back and laugh at the shit show that Saul's become. But this one, <laughs> it's not even like a fun shit show. It's just like a a Marvel shit show. This is like horror movies. This is like the horror movie from Marvels. That's what that's what James Wan has done. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. bad because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand how Hector because yeah. they start out so good, but then they just turn to more shit. Because I'm looking, I'm looking at a list of horror movies. Okay, you get Insidious, pretty good a movie. Sinister, that's when you know it's a bad, pretty sign. good fucking movie. <laughs> the Conjuring, the first one, pretty good fucking horror movie. Then, then you get. Insidious Chapter 2, Insidious The Last Key, Insidious The Red Door, The Conjuring 2, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. They didn't even label a fucking Conjuring 3. All I can say is I'm so glad Guardians Volume 3 is Volume 3. Why why did you stop numbering the movies? I I want them to be consistent. I'm not going to lie. How do you feel? So, yeah, I'm not a fan. I I hate... Conjuring like 3. movies having numbers. I, I prefer my I movies having numbers. It doesn't say Conjuring 3. Okay, Annabelle is fine. <laughs> because at least it doesn't have to start with numbers. <laughs> oh yeah, did you know that the Nun 2 is coming out? <laughs> Ouija origin of evil. Annabelle. Annabelle creation. Annabelle comes home. The Nun... The- 
My dad loves these movies, so okay. like he's the target audience. So he's yeah, yeah he's okay. Probably, he's, gonna, he's gonna drag me to see uh, the fucking too. the nun too. I we'll talk about that. I saw the trailer for it right in Insidious. I I <laughs> we gotta watch it. Next. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> they need to connect to something. <laughs> you gotta see fucking the nun too. I swear, they better fucking James Wan better put like a movie where like all of these Grandma, fucking characters. Patrick Wilson Grandma, better play like five different characters the in the same movie, <laughs> and then he's just Dark battling Dark all these. Yeah. The, the Conjuring needs uh, to connect to Insidious. Insidious needs to connect Ouija to Sinister. Then they need to connect to Ouija. Then Annabelle got to come in. Then the nuns got to come in. And then... oh. Wait, uh, Saw X is coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. But oh, no, fucking Insidious. I'm excited for that. See, because Saul, it it doesn't give a fuck. Okay, it knows it's dumb and it wears it proudly on its sleeve. And I am I am a hundred percent okay with that. These <laughs> Insidious movies, the Conjuring movies, they always like to play it. Uh, okay, I will not the Insidious movies, but the Conjuring and all of those motherfuckers. They like to play like oh, based on true events. Like shut your fucking ass up. We all know. We all know what this is about. You shut your. I I hate. I hate seeing those motherfuckers that say like, like me watching a scary movie. Oh, this is nothing. It's just a movie, like based on true events. Like, holy shit, that's scary. Like, oh, 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 zoink, Scoob. Like, shut the fuck up. Okay. We're, we're gonna do it based again. Based on true events, this means like there's one person never that ended. had that real name in that movie. That's all that fucking true events ever means in a fucking movie. Like, like I'm done with Marvel. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done with Marvel, I believe so we had this, this I believe we had this fucking... We had this rant with the third Conjuring movie, jump. but... We're gonna jump from the Marvel movies... None to... It's never to gonna end, because James Wan's a fucking idiot. I hate him. This is your Marvel. This is... <laughs> I quit with Marvel after Guardians 3, but now they're just fucking, like, to the Conjuring universe. Mm. The, like I said, the, I, I am glad that this is, this is my Marvel. And I, I, I will uh, say that I'm glad that did, they didn't uh, milk didn't the fucking milk absolute it, shit out of Sinister. Like, it had one bad sequel, and then that's it. it has the two films. <laughs> the first really good one, and then the second one shit and you you've agreed with me the first sinister is actually a pretty decent film yeah yeah james Wan is just like yeah let's Black fucking Trump. do it let's fucking make a universe and it's just like motherfucker why at least Scott okay. Derrickson, I, I he, love fucking, he made like. I he, love Malignant. You so look at his track record; he's made a Marvel here. movie, but. Yeah, but I love uh, that movie. Other shit, like fucking the Black Phone. That shit's great. It is. Sinister, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, I, Black Phone's great. I love that movie. But James Wan. I can't. Even even though he did it, he didn't direct this movie. That 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 movie's good for different reasons, though. That movie's good for different reasons. It's not. 
<laughs> that movie's not scary. <laughs> It, it's not scary. Hector, if you can look at me, you can look at me straight face and say malignant's a scary fucking movie, then I will believe you. But you're so laughing much. like a little bitch, so I know that movie's not scary. I watched it. It felt more like an action movie than I a thriller. <laughs> No, I would love to. <laughs> I thought the effects were so goofy. Well, like at the beginning, we was like, we gotta cut this cancer out or something. <laughs> like the little little stubby arms of the shit in the back. I know. Can we make to. a review of that movie? <laughs> we need. We need to make. We need to make a, like our own fucking like just the whole episode. I want, I want just Annabelle that movie. Is something else. And just kill people. James Wong. I won't give credit, James. Well, that's that movie. Did, at least it red wasn't door. trying to connect the shit. They open the red door and it's Gabriel. <laughs> I would kill myself if that tried connecting to the Conjuring. I would literally just like mm -hmm. if they're if like, they're how would fucking... you like to join the Conjuring initiative. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Do do it will be hilarious. <laughs> It's Gabriel, Gabriel, Annabelle, the nun—they're all waiting behind the door. Like Annabelle will just stare blankly, and you just see subtitles pop up. Okay, yeah, Annabelle's gonna be Nick Fury. Communicate. Oh my god! But yeah, back to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh my, oh my god. god. It's like the etched sketch from Toy Story. <laughs> and all the ghosts just understand her. There's like, mm, yes, of course, Annabelle. <laughs> that horn demon from the first Insidious is just like shaking his head, nodding the entire time. The Ouija board is just fucking spelling out what it's saying. <laughs> it just takes forever, though. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, like yeah, I L I K E I D. <laughs> oh my god! But oh uh, no! But I don't know if a horror movie comes out I'm, by James. I'm proud of him for being chances are I'm not gonna it, like it. I mean, I know he didn't direct this one. The film looks like oh, shit. Patrick Wilson did direct it. What <laughs> the fuck, dude? You need to hop off. <laughs> Man's needs to calm the fuck down. Hey, why did he make I don't this? Know if you noticed, but <laughs> why did you direct when this? When I saw the trailers, like the aspect ratio is like widescreen instead of that, what they usually do, which is, I don't know if the other films are a lot like that. Like they don't look cinematic. They have, it like, was the, shit. The wide. I, uh, I don't think there's like a ratio. single shot in this movie and that I thought, just, that looks it, nice. It did not work. Just seeing the trailer from it, it, is, <sighs> it looks it looked more cheaper. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> oh my god. I'm off, one of the fucking writers for Insidious the Red Door is like one of the main writers for uh, fucking all the paranormal activity movies. And then that oh. <laughs> and then there's like yeah, then he did 
all the Insidious movies. I'll say in the trailers, and the part, the only the part Bay, that got me the Lords was of Salem, the Paranormal Activity, the Next of Kin, scene, Chernobyl Diaries, like Area 51. Characters like in this machine, and like this Area 51 like part got me in the trailer. <laughs> but, Oh. <laughs> that, that scene was yeah that scene, oh, that scene was alright it wasn't anything like drag me to hell <laughs> to, like, there's only like one part that made me go like ooh and it was just like but it, all it involved was a ghost throwing up on a guy and that was the only reason I went like ooh because mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't like seeing throw up in movies didn't like this movie though very much especially if they're, they're making it Well, that that's yeah. I mean, that, that movie's different. No, uh, that Sam Raimi knows what he's doing. Okay, it's like a puppet with a demon. This hand. movie, yeah. No. Okay, at one. Oh my god! I looked at nice. one James Wan well, movie. As far as I, I, I think know, Malignant is Dead Silence. You ever heard of that? Everything else. That's I'm a good. Kind of. I've never been into yeah. Insidious. Yeah. So like, I, I was. I never planned on seeing we'll, this. We gotta check that out. I want to say thank you for. <laughs> I'll rent it. And we can watch it. Let me know that I made a good choice. But. <sighs> oh my we god! Can, we can. Megan. Wait a minute. He. That's gonna be a real money maker. We gotta have that. What if Megan is the one that possesses Annabelle? He, because at he, the end of he, that he, movie, she can he control wrote Megan? the internet. Or like, she's still out there. James Wan wrote Megan. Have you seen Megan? James Wan wrote Me- uh, James. Oh, I, I guess spoilers then. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it says. Hello. I completely forgot about that too. Uh-huh. No. They're buddies, man. They're they're, they're the Christopher no, Corey care. and Tom Cruise of horror movies. I didn't, I didn't think they're it was gonna together. be good. Oh my god, I forgot James Wan was making Aquaman too. Patrick Wilson's in that too, I forgot! Oh my god! I for, I can't forget I forget that James Wan's just <laughs> We just ended from there. No, actually, I, do, I know where to end this episode. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna look. Devin. Oh, no. uh, oh my god. Next week is gonna be a big uh, week. But uh, is it, you got the last one you wanna you know why? share? You don't know. Okay. What's up? Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> two of the those two big summer movies are coming out. And I want to end this episode on asking you this, Devin, Team Barbie or Team Oppenheimer? Nope. Well, then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shit. I forgot. I'm Team Barbie as well. Barbie and Oppenheimer. (laughs) Uh, Do you plan on seeing both of them? 
Nice. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Uh, my sister finally agreed to watch a movie with me, which is saying a lot because my sister just hates movies, but she is willing to go see Barbie with me. So yeah, I think so. Her and her boyfriend's gonna join me and my Definitely brother. Definitely see. We're gonna see Barbie with a group of friends, and then I probably just I'm see Oppenheimer by myself. I got a pink shirt. I I, find, I bought myself a pink shirt. You're gonna love it. I'm gonna post it on the internet. And I'm going to see Oppenheimer by myself because no one else wants to see it with me. <laughs> but I'm excited for both movies. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm excited for Barbie, but I think, I think, I think I'm going to like Oppenheimer more. Yes. Just from the reviews I'm hearing about with Oppenheimer, just seeing that one's like a, a lot more personal <laughs> movie. Than his other ones, I think it's gonna be. I don't know. I'm hoping it's a lot like the Prestige, mixed with, I guess Dunkirk. I think that's the best comparison I can give. Why do you think? Hopefully, that? it's like that. Two of the best Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, I'm. I'm. For me, I'm growing. My, I'm I'm liking Tenet more as time goes by. Uh, I, I, I would. Tenet. I would like uh, for Christopher Nolan to be that uh, good, but like I don't think he is anymore. Or you honestly. don't love Interstellar as much as everyone else. I don't love Interstellar either. But... I still haven't watched it. It is. No, I don't. I, you know what? I'm with you. It's, it's I, I like the Dark Knight, but I don't love it as much as everyone else. I I'm definitely still think Presti The Prestige is his best film that he's made. Okay, I, I, I still think it's really good. Uh, even better. <laughs> uh, it might be controversial, but even better than the Dark Knight, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It's just... The... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not gonna... I won't, I'm not gonna say, like, oh, it's terrible. This is my hot take. The Dark Knight is trash. No, I think it's a good film. It's just... The dynamic I mean, with take. the prestige is like so much better than what you can like. You're saying about the twist? Sure, you have like the ideology of Batman. What were you Joker, saying about the twist? But it's just two terrible guys like going up against each other, trying to outperform each other, trying to do better. They're trying to destroy each other's lives while also making theirs great. And then the twist. Huh? The prestige. It's just like with mm -hmm. the twist of it all, of of how like there's like how if oh, yeah, uh, Robert 
actually just like uh, work with somebody else that he could take, have had like a pretty Nolan successful take for me. Or if he just like with the cloning machine, of, um, he just cloned himself once, and that was it, then he Never failed. Been into it. But he just couldn't because he was just too selfish as a person. And I always do forget that fucking Scarlett Johansson. But what were you gonna say? Um, like I, I think it's a good movie. It's just something that I'm just like, mm. I don't know. I guess I'm not. I don't love it as much as everyone else. I, don't, I can't really pinpoint which one, what part of the movie I'm not a fan of. But I don't know. <laughs> I can't, I can't really pinpoint, but it's just something for like nothing. Like, I, like I'll, I'll watch The Dark Knight every now and then, and I'll also put on like Dunkirk. But with, I, I, I never really felt the need to go back to Inception. Okay, <laughs> that, that, that's like my second favorite. No, that's fair. <laughs> At least we both like the prestige. <laughs> oh, Hopefully Dunkirk was probably, like, like good enough to deal with it. Made. Which I think it will. Seems very ambitious. I don't know why. Um, I don't know, I just did not care. As for Barbie, uh, I'm guessing you're excited for Barbie because yeah. of your, your boy. Yeah. Our boy. Prestige is great, okay? It's hard, it's hard to top that. He's I'm our just, boy. Our Lord and Savior. He's us. Let's <laughs> hope. What, Oppenheimer? Roderick rules? Our boy. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Wait a minute, Josh mm -hmm. Hartnett is in it? Oh my gosh, then I'm definitely going to show it. Yeah. Ernest Lawrence. Damn. Wait a minute. Is this the... Holy shit, it's the guy from... It's What? They got Benny uh, Safdai? Oh shit. Edward Toiler. Oh, I didn't even I'm check the cast. Oh my god. Jack Quaid. Damon. Uh, who cares? No, I just mentioned. I was trying to reference. Um, Josh Peck. Oh, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, Why? I found out he was in it today. <laughs> I don't know if I could take that movie seriously. I'm going to see Josh. Florence Pugh. Emily Blunt. Jason Clark. Yeah. Huh? Fucking <laughs> <gasps> okay. Alden Ehrenreich. Alden. Same here. Yeah, Richard Fane. Me too. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Devin Bos Bostick. I'm like, how did I massacre my boy? I'm glad to see Jack Wade in more shit. I totally forgot that he was in the first games. I was with my, I was watching, 
I was watching it with my sister, <laughs> and then like when his came out, I was like, fuck, that's Jack Quaid. That's they killed Huey from the boys! <laughs> of course they got. They, like, they use like, the audio Where's from Billy? Noi Home. Where's Billy Butcher coming to avenge you? But not Albert Einstein. Fuck. Who is. That was my brother's Albert. reaction. We were watching okay, the trailer. He's the guy playing one Albert Einstein. I remember. He just popped up. My brother was like, <laughs> there's, Albert there's, Einstein! Like, some kind oh of meme going around. They have everyone in this. During, like, I completely forgot what it was. Then for Barbie, we got Mr. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Who's Ken? I think uh, Margaret Robbie is also Barbie, which I'm very excited for for her. But the real reason why I'm excited for this movie is because it's from Greta Gerwig, my girl. Uh, so great. Are you familiar with her other work? Okay, have you heard of Ladybird? Okay, that was her first um, movie she directed. Really good movie. Oh yeah, she's acting in a couple of movies. Love that movie, that's one of my favorites. Uh, she's in the Isle of Dogs. No, no strings yes. attached. Arthur. Good movie. Hope. Little Women. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited for both movies. I guess we're both. Uh, I'm probably gonna see Barbie first. I'm not too sure. No strings attached. Actually, first. It depends Jackie. on the schedule next week. We'll see. But we can talk about both of those movies. Are you not familiar with the plot? <laughs> okay, so Barbie and Ken, here's the description. Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in a colorful and seemingly perfect the world of Barbie Land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. What? <laughs> don't no! Do, don't do it's doing a Smurfs plot? <laughs> they, they go to the real world? I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> No, I did. I, I want to surprise myself. Now, I don't know. Now I'll be less. I'll be less. No way. <laughs> I did not know that. when I watch it. He's playing Ken. Michael maybe? Sarah's in it. What the fuck? Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, of course. John Cena. <laughs> I'm looking at the cast, and John Cena's there. Fuck you for destroying the DC universe. That's great. Honestly. I mean, I guess it's a good thing. I, I'd, prefer, I, I'd prefer to see John Cena over the any so day. thank you, Rock. I am. I'm a John Cena simp. Uh, so fuck the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, who I am I saying they're, my bad? They're reaching. Like, come find me. Fuck you, Dwayne. Can't, it's hard now. It's hard to tell if it's a joke, but no, he's done more than that. It's just. Oh my gosh, have like, you seen all those really fucking, like, Guardians 3 people that fucking said, like, oh, look this times, scene so that, Jane, like, that James Gunn did, because uh, Zack Snyder inspired him, like, shut the fuck, shut the uh, fuck up. You're, you're, re- how about, they need, the, my brother the, they need to cope, cope, because <laughs> Zack Snyder's like trash compared to fucking like punch. James Gunn, okay? I haven't seen Watchmen. The copium is not enough for them. 300 is probably like his only good one. But I can't name I can't name I can't name a fucking Zack Snyder film that gay emotions, bro. No one cared about those fucking owls. No one cared about Sucker Punch. Nobody watched that movie. Did. Your brother's wrong. Wait. I thought that was okay. Uh, I, I Dawn of the Dead was okay. Watchmen's <laughs> overrated. It's overrated as fuck. We don't, we don't talk about Man of Steel. We don't talk good. about Man of Steel. I hate that movie. His. Dawn of the Dead was okay. And the fucking, what, what was the fucking, uh, ooh, ooh, the zombie movie? Like... Whatever the fucking zombie movie with the, I, li- I like uh, this Army of the true. Dead uh, got shit terrible review. You're wrong. You're wrong. And then, and then, there's fucking Batman v Superman. And there's a thing called fast forward. My dick. You can do I that. don't care what anyone says. Joss Whedon made a better justice than you. Uh, I've had that hot Snyder take for a while. Jo- three uh, dis- decent movies. The Justice League is better. The rest of them are not. At least it's shorter. I could I could digest that movie. I don't have to sit there for four fucking hours. It's like the Justice two. Hey, they're gonna do Star Wars. It's two hours exact. Right uh, I will spend. Yeah, it's on Netflix. He's doing like a Star Wars type movie. I I hope that Netflix. No. I hope Netflix is just like. They were gonna do it. What the fuck do we need Zack Snyder for? It is fucking terrible ass movies. Snyder fans need to fucking cope. From what I've read. What the fuck? What Zack Snyder is doing? (laughs) I don't want to ever see that. Oh my god. Ha- a Star Wars type movie? Okay, I thought he was actually doing Star Wars. How the fuck did he get that from Disney? He's To me, he's like Michael... He's the Michael Bay for... He's like artsy Michael Bay. I don't Bay. care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Michael Bay is self-aware enough. Zack Snyder can he, eat a fucking bag of dicks. He's one of the worst directors out there. Snyder's like a pretentious Michael I'm, Bay. I'm not ashamed That's to say that. Saying. Anyone that says differently, anyone says that he's artsy or As fucking James brilliant or fucking asshats. At least Michael Bay can make me chuckle. Zack Snyder's movie put me to sleep. <laughs> and I'd take... I'd take James Gunn's just on another league. Thank you. Okay. Uh, no, people are shitting all over. Like, oh, look at look how stupid the fucking gun versus look at. Well, it looks ten times better than whatever the fuck Snyder was doing. I, am Jesus. I don't care about his edge lordsness. Get the fuck out of here. 
I want to see a happy. I want to see a happy Superman saving people and being nice. And I want to see Batman acting compassionate towards other people that deserve <laughs> it. I want to see that shit. I wanna. I want to see superheroes being you good okay, people. Man? Okay. I'm you tired of this edge lord. Uh, Superman's like, I, I, I want to save them, but maybe I, maybe I shouldn't because they know I'm Jesus. Mom, look at me. I'm Jesus. No, no, no. You're Jesus, son. You're Jesus. You don't have to save us. I'm Jesus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, save you because that's what Jesus would do. do and I'm Jesus. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, did, did we ever post our Guardians episode? <laughs> Guardians three. No. Should, should we throw? Should we add in Guardians three? this Heck, we might as well we got nothing else. okay okay if okay wanted, no, no, we'll be dead already <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for a big episode consider this mercy this could just be catch up and rant catch up and rant oh we can do that yeah but i'm jesus okay i i i guess i guess I'm, I'm gonna just save them, Mom. Nothing stays good. Martha, why did you say? Come on, man. Get Next time they show your signal in the sky, don't come. No, but because he's the president. Tell me, well, it's do you know, mean? Saying, you will. Oh, my favorite you will. But I'm like, uh, you can't really say anything else. You, you wanted me. Here I am. I don't please, I Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my god and people he has to <laughs> were people shitting on James Gunn because of the flash uh, did he even have any involvement in which I'm, okay. I'm very excited for um, yeah, he's not gonna he, bro can't just be like this movie he can't he can't publicly say this movie's fucking shit headed. I hate it it's they, like they that's not him. good marketing or anything. He can't do that because. But what's he's probably what he's yeah. what he's going to do is like after this is all done, he's going to sweep them under the rug, and then he's just going to create his own world, which is probably the best <laughs> thing he can do. Like apparently the cast of the actors, yeah, like, the Snyder fans are just hopping. Snyder fans are just hopping all over his dick, saying like, "Look what James Gunn's been doing." He's like, "This is what the DC looks like with." Yeah. He's but a then, pedo, you know, yeah. Cooking, saying like, "Oh, they love, they love to the talk about that shit." Exactly. Even though he admitted several times it's a joke, <laughs> he's apologized for it. It's off Twitter, but he, he's a pedo. Shut like, the fuck up. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> it could be mean, but I won't be that mean. This exactly. I can't wait for Superman Legacy to come out, just for it to be the greatest thing ever. Oh, my, sweet. my adventures with Superman. It's cute. I'm loving it. And like, I, like, as someone who's been wanting, who's been hating Zack Snyder's Superman and Justice as well, those oh games, God. I'm just so happy we finally have like a wholesome Superman. Also, Lois Lane is hot. <laughs> How is that? What is that one uh, animated Superman show that's, that's been going on? <laughs> is that good? Amy Adams. Amy Adams, they wasted her. 
She's a great actress, and they wasted her. Thank God. She did nothing. Okay, I was wondering if that was Lois Lane, because goddamn, goddamn, she bad. She a baddie. Do you remember? Oh my God. Everyone she like, was trying to go after the spear, and she fucking and what's fell. her name that fucking played in? Do you uh, no, I do. Fuck. I'm like, uh, <laughs> who played Lois Lane in Snyder's? <laughs> Best Lois Lane. Motherfucker, she exactly did. Amy Adams, she didn't do goddamn. Jack she was. They were just like, best Lois Lane ever. But like, shut no. the fuck like, up. Gun that bitch did nothing. Gun literally made like one of the best deep Marvel characters ever, which is Nebula. Yes. And Mantis and Gamora. They're yes. all great. <laughs> which... <laughs> Don't do that. Stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Stop. <it. laughs> you just killed him. Look at what you did. You're useless. Look! Look at what this is. What happens with Zach rights women? He can't he can't? He's he's not good at it. So he can ratio. We gotta we need to fight someone. Nebula is fucking. Literally, Nebula alone. Excuse me, Nebula alone is better than every character Zack Snyder has ever fucking written. It's like okay? I get it. Like, I I I want to I want to meet somebody that will actually like just talk to us about like why like, they think Zack Snyder is actually better for the DC. I will be polite as hell. I want I want to discuss someone. I want to discuss with somebody why they think Zack was better. Okay, and I want them to be dead ass serious because I. Cannot see why. Oh. He's wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna kill you. If you wanted it, you'd be dead already. <laughs> I mean, Henry Cavill, he could be, he has the potential to be a great Superman. I feel bad. He's wasted like Amy Adams. He's he's wasted like everybody else because he's just sitting there. I'm Jesus. That's it. He's like, no. Oh my god. Uh. Your mom's name is Martha too. <laughs> ben Affleck didn't do shit Best as Batman. Is. He just he just You're my homie. angry face. <laughs> <laughs> Superman, I hate him. He thinks he's Jesus. Superman's like I'm oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's peak. And Zack Snyder's no, uh, uh huh, no, mom. Wait, you have a mom? That's oh my. Your mom, you got a mom? We're buddies now. The Lego, the Lego Batman is unironically a better Batman than. I'll argue that cyborgs. Whatever like, Zack Snyder did. That's like the only good character he's ever made. That's peak oh. Batman, and then. <laughs> Okay, so it's Lego Batman top, the Batman. <laughs> then Damn. at the very bottom, he gets Zack Snyder's Batman, along Who with every you? other Zack Snyder <laughs> character. He's at the bottom, whatever list you put him on, unless you're putting out like 
if you want to make a tier list of most boring ass characters ever fucking written, you'll put all the Zack Snyder characters up there. Shut up. No, Shut we're going to continue don't this talk. fight. Don't talk. I don't know. No, we're, I think that's a good way to end. Yeah. We don't, we don't praise Zack Snyder in this Discord server. <laughs> and we'll keep continuing having it Zack as Snyder. Snyder fans live. He hurt me with his fucking shit-ass movies. We, we, we will find them. Alright, but I think, Hector, you want to call it there with our fucking... Continue this fight. Yeah. It's a good way to end. It was nice catching up with you. We've we've had our, we've had this discussion before. Uh, we, uh, well, I'm my as work long as they live, been, um, I will rant about the them. That's hence why we have. They're all over Twitter, really and it pisses much. me off. But we will, because. Uh, for upcoming episodes, we'll do Guardians. We'll catch up on the Guardians movies. So I will find them. Do, I'll, I'll finish up with the first movie. <laughs> about two. Maybe talking about three. There will be separate episodes because they're that good. Nice catching up with you too, Hector. What what? <laughs> and then we'll talk about um. Yeah. Do you plan on seeing the new Indiana Jones movie? And we'll be praising James Gunn and then shitting on Zack Snyder. Hired. I, I don't think I don't think so. That's what this is about. This is the James Gunn podcast. Where we praise James Gunn and That's shit right. on Zack Snyder. I can rant. I'll rant about what? it later. Yeah, Whoop. Yeah. Raise later. the roof. I'm not. <laughs> Clearly. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening to uh, us. Uh, hopefully, from what I've heard, is like from you and then uh, Devin, uh, other Devin, I've been heard it's like really bad, so probably not. We could discuss. <laughs> you could discuss that. You could give it like a quick rant. Yeah, we'll make another episode for that. And I am Hector, your host. We, we've you we've done enough ranting for one episode. Thank you so much. I hope they do. Let them come. <laughs> Thank you all for listening so much. I'm Devin, the co-host. <laughs>